Hey everybody, this is Davis with Con Freaks and Geeks, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Pop Culture Gems. This is a series where we talk to amazing creators, artists, cosplayers, voice actors, and so much more. If you like the interviews we do with amazing guests, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel, the CFG channel, or you can go to either our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com, or listen to it on any podcast services out there. Today... I'm getting to interview a wonderful person in the voice acting community. She plays roles in anime and gaming series, as well as cosplay at events itself, at conventions and such. Some of the roles that she uh, has played uh, are Marianne from Fire Emblem Three Houses, Kanan from the recently released game Neo The World Ends With You the ditzy yet business savvy elf Hakara in I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level that is a tongue twister of a title and uh, <laughs> you but you most definitely will remember her as Beauty Thief Haru Okamura from the Persona 5 anime and games I would like to welcome Xanthi Wynn to the show how are you doing? Thank you. That was an amazing intro. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for coming. It's really, it's really great to talk to you. I love, I love, uh, like I, I love JRPGs, and uh, apparently you are, you are in a lot of them. <laughs> so I'm just so, <laughs> so like uh, the one series that I will say that I that I play a lot was um, Trails of Cold Steel, and oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I know that you played a. Yeah, you played a oh, oh, what's her name? Um, um Altina. Altina. Yes. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, and it like slow. But what's weird is that ever since I started this show, like it's not by like design, but I have been talking to people that are that have been in that cast. Like you're like number nine out of that cast of, awesome. of characters. Yeah, it's got a and, lot yeah. Of so great people in it. <laughs> oh god yes yes yeah so like we so my friends and uh some of the people here at work uh they they basically made a thing called uh seven degrees of trails so anytime that we get a character <laughs> we just scratch one off <laughs> but, yes, you right? <laughs> gotta collect them all that's right i'm going through the list <laughs> so <laughs> but, yeah but we're, we're i'm not aiming but it's cool but no, i'm glad that you're a part of it i'm glad you're uh, welcome to the show really have some would love to geek out with you a little bit here so yes. uh let's get this yeah let's get this party started so <clears throat> excuse me um so i mean from do, uh, from doing a voice acting competition like like starting out doing a voice acting competition at ax to ending up being in huge projects like persona 5 and other great animes and gaming uh your voice acting journey is an incredible one um was uh voice acting always like what you planned on doing for a career <laughs> um well um it's, it wasn't what I had like started out wanting to do because I did not know that it was a, a job that, mm -hmm. that uh, a normie like me could do. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea how to get into the business at all. I actually um, started off, you know, in taking classes in theater back in like middle school and high school. And I went to college and even then not really sure what I wanted to go into. And so I figured that through taking classes and um, working on shows there, that maybe I would find something that I would be uh, very passionate about pursuing, um, even if it's not necessarily acting. So I took, you know, classes in production and like sound design and, uh, and pretty much everything that you would do in like um, in a theater production. 
And um, while I was still in college, I found out about voice acting, just like it was like uh, when YouTube was still kind of uh, growing uh, back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> And um, by watching videos of voice actors doing like behind the scenes stuff, talking about the process, I got really interested in it. And uh, that's how I, you know, went in kind of just um, out of curiosity uh, and also just to, you know, because it'd be cool to combine my love of acting and anime um, that I was able to kind of stumble into it and amazingly still do it to this day. (laughs) Um, So was it more like something that it was like, it wasn't maybe like, you know, in the cards initially, but you knew that you kind of wanted to do something that was like performing in some sort of way. Like, I mean, you said like you were doing theater and all that uh, and all of that, like you knew you wanted to do something, but you weren't quite sure until that opportunity kind of reached out to you. Yes, that is a very concise way to put it all. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but that's, I mean, you said it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) but that's i mean that's cool though i mean so but you knew that it was like something that you were like you wanted to do something in when it came to like you know acting or performing though Mm -hmm. but this was this was the best that was the best uh uh i guess uh yeah married all my passions together (laughs) that's cool (laughs) though though that's cool though but like but itself though i mean i know people may not may not know like uh but the competition itself like uh what was that competition the ax uh like you know the voice acting competition where you where you decided where like you said that's that was the key moment like what what was that competition so uh ax idol at the time it was called um the way they had done it at the time was that you found a monologue from a video game or an anime you memorized it, you came to the competition, and you performed it. And then uh, finalists would be drawn from there to compete for the first place prize. And I think at the time it, it like varied per year. But the main thing that um, the main attraction was to be able to go into the studio and audition uh, for something. And um, so in a way, that's um, it was similar to how theater auditions were where you would have to like mm-hmm. find your own monologue and memorize it and perform it. Um, so it's very different than like how you would do like an, uh, like a voiceover audition. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's how that went. And I, I felt like um, I feel like I have lost my train of thought, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the process that I went through, um, mm-hmm. at the time. And I, you know, even before they announced the finalists, I had a really great time and I was already formula, yeah, creating a formula in my mind, like about how to approach it next year, because I was sure I totally like bombed this audition and I, uh, I don't know why, but they, they chose me as a finalist. <laughs> Very lucky. <laughs> I knew nothing about voiceover and how to approach it. Uh, but, but I think the fundamentals of um, acting were still there. And so I'm glad that I had the experience that I had in theater and being able to apply it directly 
for like the final competition? You know, I really kind of find it, it's very, I find it very fascinating, but because it's like, it kind of still like, for, uh, I've talked to a lot of voice actors and like, it's like most people kind of say the, the same kind of thing of saying like, you have to have the fundamentals, like theater or background or something uh, of some sort. But then the way, but I love it because the way that y'all get into voice acting itself are, is just like phenomenal stories to me. I've, I've always no find it incredible. Back. <laughs> yes. Ask any actor and they will tell you something completely different. <laughs> it's like there was one. So I just imagine one. The one I'm just waiting for the one where they'll be like, yeah, I was at a California pizza kitchen. And then I said, you know what? Let me go do this. This, uh, uh, this one. <laughs> voice like, you role. have an amazing voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got my first gig. Like, oh, man. But I love it. Well, I love it. I mean, I'm not. Like, I think that, I mean, I like, yeah, definitely. It's not just like a simple thing to do. And it's not a simple piece of cake. I mean, but it's, it's, I, I very find it very commendable of what y'all do. So that's very awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, like, is there a character you've played, uh, uh, like, uh, that best channels your real self and, uh, and why? Oh man, there's so many. I feel like every character that I play, I, there's something that I connect to them and on some level i guess um first one that comes to mind would be uh hanayo from love live school idol project mainly because like she um she starts off initially super duper shy but you know she has this interest in like performance and like idols in general and i i love that she um had really great friends and people around her that encouraged her to um you know follow her dreams and like and and try it out you know just to see because otherwise you know you always have that oh what if i had done this or that um and then you know seeing the success that they go through um i feel like i really connected with her um in regards to that because that happened to me even in college like i um friends of mine uh, in this small club that we had created we're having auditions for a show and I just happened to be walking by because I wanted to just like pop in and say like hey I hope everything's going well and like be on my way but when I did they were like hey are you auditioning and I was I said I know I just wanted to say hi I don't have anything prepared but they were like no no just 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 come read just come read because we're, we're, we have nobody right now and I'm like all right. And I read and I got cast and had an amazing time working on um, that production and learn, learning so much because theater, um, it a lot of it is um, a work of passion because there's not a ton of like money involved and things like that. And also because of the small budgets, you're learning to be very scrappy and maybe you'll be jumping in to like help little things backstage and like you really build this like community and like I've always kind of loved that collaborative process and I'm getting on a huge tangent, but um, I feel like <laughs> like that moment where my friends were like, no, no, come, come do this thing. We know you want to, but you're just too afraid, anxious, shy, whatever. And um, I really related with that, um, with what Hanio went through. And also like, oh, she loves to eat rice and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, but like, you know, there's like this scene where like 
she and another character are like put on a diet and they're like mm. out for a run and they just happen to run by this place that's having this like amazing like deal for like a giant bowl of rice and they mm-hmm. have this nonverbal uh conversation <laughs> about like should we go in and like no 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 but we should go in but yes i want to but no 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 like it's all there's no words it's all like <laughs> you know like how do you have a how do you have a conversation like this and it's so funny um that must yeah. be like a really interesting conversation to have inside the booth it's like it's just grunts <laughs> and like it's like yeah, what are they like, doing in there you need, yeah, it needs to be so specific because it needs to convey certain meanings. And at the same time, you're kind of jogging in place. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. that is so great. <laughs> uh, I just realized, like, you said you, like, I mean, are you into like Broadway or musicals and stuff like that uh, too, uh, with your theater background? Uh,. I would say yes and no. I should be um, <laughs> watching and reading more plays and musicals, but I haven't. I've seen some, but like not to the extent of like many others have. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, not like a big like you know. I mean, like not like a background wise fan of like you know the classics and stuff. I'm I'm just wondering because mm-hmm. uh, like I don't know. Yeah. Like, I could talk for hours <laughs> when it comes to musicals. Uh, that's just me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, after talking to like several, like, you know, voice actors, um, I noticed something, um, sometimes some of the big roles you get to play are not directly told to you, which is insane to me. Like at the yes. start of the project, like, <laughs> like ha- has, uh, has there been a role that you went into, uh, that you went in on and had no idea what you're playing until the first day of recording? It happens all the time. Why? Um, <laughs> like, like, is it, is right? it so hard to be like, oh yeah, here you go, you're going to be the lead of this anime, but exactly. or this game? <laughs> and I feel like when that happens, it's like you must understand how to communicate with creatives, like like actors, because you know, so that we can, you know, get into like a certain mind space or like the way we warm up our voices, so we can prepare for what we're doing depending on what it is and to go in like not knowing is is one of the most difficult things you know and um but uh i guess uh one of the biggest ones uh would have to be persona 5 and i think it's just having to do with how super duper 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 secret that project was Mm -hmm. um and so like i went in and they were, because, like, the initial email was just like, hey, we have a game we'd like you to work on. Can you come in? And I did. And, like, they were like, oh, can you sign these forms? I'm like, all right. And then they were like, oh, by the way, we're working on Persona 5. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Was that so then, after that you got the role? Or was that, like, during the process of you kind of, you know, trying to go I, for it? I was one of the f- few that didn't audition uh so i didn't know at all what was going on uh (laughs) (laughs) and um so like going in that that's when they explained to me the character that i was reading for and like the the storyline and where she's coming in and all that stuff because i went in not knowing anything (laughs) wow yeah i mean 
Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, at least for a role like that, it's not super like vocally s- strenuous. But sometimes, like, mm-hmm. I'll show up for things and like maybe like they're not even aware either that um, you know something major will happen to a character, and it's like, oh well, I guess this small cute girl that you're playing uh, just uh, got turned into this giant monster. Can you do the voice for that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really do creature voices, but I can try. And I, if it sounds really bad, please cast somebody else because I'm not sure. I wasn't expecting to do this today. So <laughs> it happened. Man, like, you know, it's funny though, because like I had a, there was a person, uh, someone I was talking to about that too. Like they were they, like, I don't know the, the level of anxiety that this could, that that could also possibly put on you. Like just in general, <laughs> it's just, I can only imagine. It's like, man, I really want this gig. But there was a person that, uh, that was, that was under the assumption that he was the understudy or of some sort, or like, you know, the backup uh-huh. Uh-huh. Of VA. He did the role like, like throughout the whole process. And then like, he didn't know. That they that they were going to use it until literally they're like, oh no, you're the main dude, and then it's like you. So he he was going through it for four months, and he didn't even know he was like because he thought it was it was like a it was a session by session basis. Like they could have just said, okay, you're done for the day, and that's it. But then it's like, uh, oh, oh no, no, you're the guy, and I'm like, how do y'all not like? How is that not like? solidified (laughs) immediately it's like oh no yeah you're you're the main lead it's like uh how do you not know that that's insane to me yeah right it's so it's so crazy i mean there have definitely been like projects where i've worked under code names and i did not Mm -hmm. know what they were at all until it released uh or like i get an email before release saying like hey you've been approved to like uh announce your role in this and I was like, that's what that was? Oh, I had no idea. It was so huge. So, um. There's a different story about, like, because, like, I'm assuming there must be paperwork of paperwork. There must be NDAs and stuff like that that you yeah, must sign for these roles name. and stuff. Yeah, but what's weird is that, the, the, so are they still saying, okay, w- I know that you signed the NDA, and the NDA, but we still don't trust you. So, uh, <laughs> we're just going to yeah. call this, this role Bob. And, uh, like until then, then, then you could just, then you'll figure it out once we let you know, it's like, that that seems kind (laughs) of, that seems pretty protective. Yeah. I I remember, um, like speaking to a director that was, that said like, oh, the, this character is, um, you know, like talking after it released and he said like, oh, I'm so used to calling this character so-and-so and and that one so-and-so because we were going under these code names for so long and then, like, when it released, it was actually whatever it was. <laughs> wow. So, was the scripts, like, when you were, when you were like, doing the script, the script was those code names still until, like, until they decided to change it to the real thing? I guess so, even for the director. <laughs> but oh I guess for me, like, di- sometimes if it, usually I think the characters that I've worked on, they don't have, or I haven't been in a production where the the characters rename something else maybe just for mm-hmm. audition sides but when you go in then they'll be like okay this is the real deal this is what's happening here so that you know wow, you're not that's... too um you know clouded <laughs> with like <laughs> un- under these like layers of like um secrecy 
Oh man, wow! That, well, that, that, that's that, yeah, just fascinating, just just straight up fascinating. And uh, I mean, and the cool thing that like uh, a cool thing that uh, that you like to do is like cosplay uh, when you go to events and stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, just just wonder, like, how long have you been cosplaying, and uh, who are some of the things you uh, who are some of the people or uh, things that you've cosplayed so far? Um, yeah, I I. Cosplay has always been something that I was like really fascinated with and like wanted to do. And then once I was old enough and like had the money to do it, I was like, I'm all in. Um, <laughs> my very first cosplay was in 2008. Um, I, I, I learned how to use a really old, like crappy sewing machine and I'm still really mm-hmm. terrible at it. Um, but I made uh, a costume. It was like a school uniform from School Rumble, and I cosplayed mm-hmm. as Tenma because uh, <laughs> I was super obsessed with that show, and it's still one of my favorite shows to this day. Um, <laughs> I've cosplayed. Um, I've also done Toph from Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, oh, and cool. I've done like iteration, like Gajinkas of like Pokemon. Um, I guess nowadays I've also done just like um, cosplay of some of the characters that I've voiced, um, mm-hmm. some that I've taken to con. So I I, I often wear um, per, um, Haru from Persona Five um, when I can, and also um, I tend to lean towards like the school uniform cosplay, especially if I'm there as a guest and I'm like moving around a lot. So I like to be mm-hmm. I try to be comfortable. Um, when possible, but I like to cosplay just for for my own fun, honestly. <laughs> but also, just like some fans like that too, um, just so you can be like, oh, let's like have a photo together. But um, but yeah, wow, cosplay you, is just something that, that I mostly do for me. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's cool. That's always that's that's really cool. I've always like, especially. Do you, I mean, do you do, do you make it from scratch yourself, or do you like you know? I mean, just no like half and half. It really depends. Sometimes it's just too um some cosplay are just too difficult and it, i don't have the uh <laughs> technical talent to be able to execute them myself so sometimes i'll buy stuff um but then also sometimes when you buy stuff you don't know what it's going to be like till you get it and it's like oh this is not very accurate so i can't wear it um sometimes <laughs> i'll make pieces or i'll just like buy little pieces put them together and like fix them so that it looks more accurate um so it's a little bit of this and that um Mm. but yeah creating them from scratch uh i've done a few times and it's just uh oh that's cool it gets stressful because i i'm not an expert (laughs) at all oh yeah like it's like look from a distance don't look too closely because you'll see all the loose threads here and there and safety pins (laughs) (laughs) oh you're better than me though i i I have only cosplayed once in my entire life and it was what I was Mr. Popo. Mr. <laughs> oh, Popo, yes. Oh, that's a comfy cosplay too, right there. It is like my friend. <laughs> my friend made the my friend made the halter vest <laughs> and stuff yes. like the, everything. And I'm like, this is the first and last time there will be no blackmail photos of this ever to be seen. <laughs> that's a great friend right there though to be like we're doing this (laughs) yes i still have the vest which is even crazier so it's it's so funny got the got the baggy pants i did the black everything and stuff it was really it was crazy it was a mess but it was so funny did you go to any of like those meetups with other like oh well this was a 
Well, this was like a long time ago. Like this was like Akon back in golly, like oh five, oh six. So uh they didn't really do well, I guess they did do meetups, they did do photos and stuff, but it wasn't like, you know, how it is now. Like ah. uh, especially like you know how like an AX there's the backside of the area where you have like the gigantic spots and all that. Yeah, it wasn't people like just that. Yeah, that's true. There's communities where people will be like, All right, we're gonna meet um here's like tentative schedules where we're meeting this Everybody, if you're doing this, then just meet at this corner at this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've gotten more. They've gotten a lot more organized. Let's say that. <laughs> Let's say that back in the day. <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. it was like, yeah, but it was cool though. I mean, it was, yeah, I was like, okay, this is fun. I will never do this again. This is just the headache. <laughs> <laughs> it also takes it a was, lot out of you. Cool. I feel like even if you're just um, sometimes, I mean. One of the things I like about cosplay is that mm-hmm. when you're walking around, like somebody will be like, oh, that's my favorite character. And you'll go, that's mine too. And then you have this little geek out <laughs> moment together. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, no, I no you're totally right. It, it's really fun when they, when they do it, especially when it's like a weird, it's a, it's a, it's not a popular series, but like, yes. but you found the person that was like, oh my God, you remember this? Uh, it's like, you're part, you're, you're cosplaying this character from the so-and-so. And I'm like, oh wow, you've seen it. Yeah. Then y'all just have that good five minute, like, you know, <laughs> connection <laughs> of, of it. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's yes. always awesome when you meet, when you meet folks mm-hmm. like that. I, I cosplayed <laughs> as um, Menma one year and now it was actually like an official cosplay that Anaplex lent to me to wear for um, the announcement of the dub. Um, mm-hmm. Because like we dubbed it like years, 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 like late from when, after it had released. Um, but it was really cool. So then I, I wore it like all day I was walking around and every now and then somebody would be like, the show you're cosplaying from broke my heart. I'm like, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it, it's like, a, like I'm, I'm not really, I mean, I do watch anime, but nowhere near as much as I used to a long time ago. Uh, and uh, like, uh, I, I think it was an AX, like maybe not that long ago, like 2017. Like I haven't been in AX like until like the mid 2000s or like 2015, 2016 or so. And uh, this dude, like really built bulky dude was dressed up as like, like a weird who was it it was sergio hiko he was the like the the master of kenshin back in the day oh. and i'm like yeah and i'm like no one would know who this is unless they were like <laughs> back in the day and then i told him because like he had the little he had the white cape and the giant sword the dude was like really like he was he was pretty built for it so i was like dang tall dude and i was like man i love that uh, love that cosplay it's one of my favorite one of my favorite series he's like you understand what this is? And he was so hyped about it. Right? And I was like, oh. Oh. yeah, it's so good. It's so, it's so, it's like, it, you know, because it's funny because like, yeah, I, I mean, I think it really makes a cosplayer's day, especially when you make the abstract ones and then they, then you guess right. You know, <laughs> it's like, yes. yeah, they're like, oh, I guess it was worth the six months of sewing this stitch together right? and stuff. Oh man. <laughs> Cosplay is, is uh, man, you really have to have a love for the craft because it's so much time and it's so much expensive. That's why, I, oh, like, yeah. sometimes when I look at online and I used to think, like, oh, man, buying that costume is so expensive. I'll make it myself. Now I look at it and I'm like, you know what? Making it myself would be way more expensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the You'll time like, that okay. you put into it. 
Oh my god, you're so right. You're so right. It's funny. I had no, yeah, but the uh, yeah, it, it, it's 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 good. No, but I love I, I love it because I, I think I've seen you in your beauty thief uh, cosplay before, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like that, like the the weird hair, <laughs> like the weird sprung out hair that way. It's really, I love that. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, 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 what's it called? What was it? I just lost my place. Here we go. <laughs> like do you have a uh do you have a dream role like that you would like to be a part of or like a play like someone or something uh that you, that you want to play uh, um i guess um so over the pandemic uh i i binged like 400 something episodes of one piece and got caught up <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long I've been in 2020. Um but <laughs> but I I would love to be in One Piece. Um oh. There's there's just so many characters. I feel like because it's going on for so long, inevitably, please uh, put me in. Um <laughs> I'm ready coach. <laughs> I know my One Piece. But um but yeah, that's definitely like a title that I would like to be a part of. Um, so no specific character, but you just want to be a part of One Piece. Yes, I would love to be. <laughs> I mean, I I really have a soft spot for um, the uh, uh, Shirahoshi, the the mermaid princess. But um, yeah. I think she's already um, they they've already they're way past that arc at this point. But um, I don't know. The English dubs are really behind. They're like. Uh, where are we at like in one piece i think they're at 980 985 in the live action in the anime right well, like it's, it's almost close to a thousand <laughs> i think is it at the 900s yet it's uh yeah it's somewhere around there yeah There's for some lot. reason I, I don't know what it is with the dub but the dub is like only at 400 300 or 400 they haven't even dubbed aces the 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 the, the, the fight between like uh, uh, what's his name? Whitebeard and the uh, and the Navy. Oh, really? Are they like, that far back? Yeah, yeah they guess... are really far back. Hmm. Well, I, I'm yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't really know, like, um, what their process was, but like, but putting it out there, uh, <laughs> one piece, please. <laughs> we'll just we'll just uh, we'll just petition you, like Xanth- Xanthi for One Piece. That's what's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna be. You should be like one of the, you have to be a fruit user though. I, I I think that would have to be the one stipulation. Oh, that you have would to be, be some amazing. sort of fruit user. <laughs> I cannot believe that you've watched four hundred episodes of that in a year. That's impressive. Yeah, I had been oh behind gosh. for like a very long time. And I was like, All right, <coughs> if there's anything I, I'm gonna do, it's catch up in one piece. <laughs> you know, it's that is amazing. Yeah, kudos to you on that one. But like, uh, you know, uh, the series that I kind of I, I started binging was a uh, was a uh, Black Clover. Ah, um, that's another long one that I haven't gotten into yet. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Like, I, like I, I don't. I'm not usually a fan of like long series like that. Like, I like One Piece's manga, but man, I don't know. It's a tall order for me to say I want to sit down and watch the anime of all of that. That's a mm-hmm. really that's dedication but yeah so no i definitely understand <laughs> and uh like but uh also like i mean what kind of gaming uh what kind of gaming and anime genres uh, uh do you normally gravitate to yourself like personally um i guess when i'm watching anime i tend to go for like the 
action and comedy types. Although I mm-hmm. do watch other genres depending and like what my mood is. Um, but yeah, things like uh, Mop Psycho and like Initial mm-hmm. D and um, uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki. These are like some of like my my go tos. Like when I'm when I need to pick me up, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like, just put this on and watch it for the tenth time. <laughs> <laughs> initial d is a yeah i've never you know i've never seen initial d i've only seen like two episodes of it <laughs> well <laughs> if you're really, really into good? the Eurobeat, that is the show for you <laughs> night of fire but like avex mode yes. like all the songs all the songs sound like like the whole soundtrack sounds like one giant song and they all they all connect together as one giant That's song true. I've, I've, I, I feel that. <laughs> it's like one epic playlist <laughs> it's just like hey you don't need to go to track 13 just just let it play the whole thing you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> oh man yes uh and i start, heard that you like the school rumble like i was i loved school rumble too i was a big fan uh, of that too uh, <laughs> like the the bully was just so misunderstood i feel so sorry for her right? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh man glasses oh dude <laughs> or oh, what do they God. call them like beardy <laughs> yeah yeah man, it's been so long but yeah Haruma? yeah i think it's his name right i think it was haruma yeah yeah let's call him Har- yeah it, he's, man. uh so relatable when he goes through his like almost like a midlife crisis because he goes all away and works on like a ship to like pursue his like doing manga and stuff i'm like oh yeah <laughs> It didn't even make any sense. It's like it wasn't like was it his sister? Like her, the, his crush's sister was helping him out with the manga, right? Yeah, like as like an editor. It was like, what is going on? Like these people are like so 16, 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it, and it parodied so many things, so many shows. Um, a lot of it didn't make sense, like stuff like like when they had the little like uh, shooting game at like at school and it's all sorts of <laughs> outlandish things but the comedy timing is just right in the sweet spot for me oh yeah i will definitely say that like you know it kind of reminds me there was a show that came out um not like about two or three years ago i think it was called gamers that mm. kind of reminds me of the of school rumble in a way oh really but- yeah (laughs) excuse me yeah it's it's like yeah it's like a kid who like i mean like loves games and stuff but then at the same time it's like his friend uh he wanted to ask this girl out but the girl was known to being saying like to say no to everybody Uh then she automatically like says she want uh, like there that he found she found him interesting for some odd reason i don't even know how Mm. and uh and uh he then like but then it was like a huge like harem between the girl his best friend's ex all this different kinds of stuff and it's just a massive (laughs) level of misunderstandings and stuff and and it's really weird but it but it was but it but it connected in a way that i was like this reminds me of school rumble (laughs) so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so that that one was definitely to check out um and uh do you uh like do you ever like watch or play any of the content that you're in like itself i try to at least like um if it's um anime or something that i've been in like that i can watch it's a lot easier for me to like 
um, to consume that kind of content as opposed to like playing games. I don't play mm. a lot of ton of games. I try to play them, um, but a lot of the JRPGs are just so long. Yeah. And um, if Pretty I like commitment. take a break at all, it, it's hard for me to like get back into it. You know, like you have to pretty much relearn how the controls and the game again. So I end mm-hmm. up like uh, resorting to watching playthroughs or cutscenes of like mm. where my characters are, just so I can be like, all right, how did this turn out? Like, what does it sound like <laughs> with the other characters in there talking together? Um, and also just so I can get a better understanding of what was happening. Cause some, a lot of times, like, because I'm only seeing everything from my character's perspective, I have no idea what's mm-hmm. happening in the overarching story or like what's happening with everybody else in the cast. So it's always nice to kind of, um, get the full context by actually watching through or seeing some of the gameplay footage because otherwise like, um, you know, I feel like. I wouldn't be able to like really connect with fans if they like, you know, like come talk to me about things. Like I'll be able to talk to them about my character certainly, but as about about, like the whole like um, content of the game, I feel like I wouldn't have that um, be able to have that connection if I didn't. Oh yeah. That makes sense. I didn't really think about it that way because I mean, I know that y'all don't usually record together and uh in groups but rather like you know y'all's own specific individual sessions so you get a little piece of the story but you don't have the whole story so yeah. really think of it that, <laughs> i never really thought like, of it that way like if it's out already somewhere like if it's on like crunchyroll in japanese and like i can see a couple episodes that definitely helps but for a lot of things that are like simultaneously released like netflix will release all the languages at once then and mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anywhere not even trailer then it's really hard for me to like go in and be like all right i have to like kind of just immediately jump into this world and you know with especially with anime anything could happen mm-hmm. we could be anywhere right. and there's all sorts of different rules to this world and having it explained is is okay but you know it's so much easier if i can kind of consume it and like get a feel for it myself before i go in oh like uh, would you say like like is that kind of like what you did with like maybe like Record of Ragnarok <laughs> as well? Yeah, like or? Record of Ragnarok. I went in like recording for that, not knowing what that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not having been able to see anything from it, I was able to kind of read some stuff on Wikipedia's that are out mm-hmm. there, but that was like all I could really glean from it. And that show is pretty crazy. <laughs> Oh my god! Like at least okay, I you know it's it, at least you gave me some sort of validation on that because I did watch I watched like the first two episodes of this. And I'm like, where the heck did this show come from? Like, I, and then <laughs> my uh, <laughs> yeah, my and friend just like said, contenders, like, uh. oh oh yeah oh the, yeah the uh, was it the the great pretenders? Uh, is that what it is? Uh, oh no, I, I was like uh, I was saying the the uh, fighting contenders for like record of Ragnarok. Oh yeah, and like how yeah, the and different like, gods' personalities are is just wow. It's like where did this like what is this? It's like it's like at first it's like okay, <laughs> so are they making fun of JoJo or what? What's going on with it? Like with the extravagantness and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I'm glad that you kind of solidified that because <laughs> if you even if you didn't know what the, where this was from, then. And that's great. Some people said the manga was really good. And I'm like, there was manga of this? Because this is this mm. literally came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> oh man. Uh but uh 
let's see uh do you uh no i already said that uh what is one of the things uh that you've learned uh now that you wish you knew uh when you started your va journey hmm what are things i learned um i guess um knowing my worth and like also like um it's it's really difficult because there and I wish there are um classes about like the business side of things, honestly. Like there's so many classes mm-hmm. on like how to act and like different approaches and how to dissect a script. But for the business side of it, there's like little education about it and it's very much like learning as you go. And I feel like that's something that I would have wished that I had a mentor or like something to kind of learn all that from, especially when it comes to like the non-union world, because it's like the wild west, anything goes as opposed to like the union where there's like certain structures and, um, you know, um, uh, pay minimums and things like that. Um, and I'm sure like, um, having somebody like an agent would, they would definitely be able to help in that regard as well. But, um, only recently I feel like in the past few years, did um uh the group uh coda um coalition of dubbing actors um was formed uh by some really amazing people in order to um educate newer actors about what you know they should um be um what's the word that they should be expected to give like certain like mm. rates, like you should do this, you know, don't get undercut and, you know, don't do this and that. So, um, I wish something like that were around when I had first started out. Um, but, you know, yeah. uh, but now like that I am, um, someone that people, um, sometimes turn to, I can relay the information that I know or point them in the, d- in the direction of like somebody that is better, that is more knowledgeable to be able to help them. Right. That's cool. Like pay it forward some in some sort of way, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, like, uh, like how, like I, I would, I'm actually surprised when you said not unionized, like, I mean, is, or like most, I'm assuming is anime one of the kind or very most, a lot of anime gigs, are they not unionized usually or yes. Netflix is union. Netflix is definitely <clears throat> union. And that was only, um, that's only very, very recent, like, uh, maybe these last like few years. And that was after the, um, creation of CODA. Um, so, mm. you know, we, we all like really owe the, the leaders of that for spearheading that, the, the contract and the, the talks with Netflix for that. Um, but yeah, before that, like very few anime get, um, get picked up as union. Um, and so, yeah, really hoping that, um, things will move more in that direction, but it's um, oh. otherwise it's kind of hard because like there's not always like a, a very standard rate when it comes to anything non-union. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk money, but I, I know like how some <laughs> of the rates can, can can go like when non-unionized, and some of the thing and then the the amount of hours that y'all do is kind of would be mm-hmm. it, it's like it would be it's it's unfair <laughs> in my own opinion <laughs> but let's leave it at that <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, uh like 
and the the pandemic has hit everyone differently this past year and a half and uh during this time um was there something that you picked up besides binging 400 episodes of one piece <laughs> <laughs> that that you learned during the like during the pandemic is there something that you're like wow okay and it's like i got time here you go <laughs> um <laughs> Let's see, besides um, learning how to do uh, voiceover remotely, I, I mean, I was already, I had a setup already just to do auditions, but mm-hmm. even then I wasn't sure of like what my quality was. Like I didn't know if it'd be good enough for working remotely or if I'd have to like shell out a bunch of money to upgrade my equipment and like, you know, having to talk with a bunch of people and like attending all these um Zoom meetings with people where they were kind of giving their two cents about all sorts of things related to how to set things up and what equipment and things to get. Um, I, you know, I just kind of like kept what I used. I've Mm -hmm. I've (laughs) upgraded my like interface since then, even though like none of the studios that I'd worked with had a problem with it. Um, I just kind of kept going until like waiting to see if anybody was like, no, it's not good enough. You should have this instead. Then maybe I would consider putting the money out for it because <laughs> and the equipment is so expensive. Oh, but, my God. Um, yes, I know. And then I've also yeah, learned definitely. how to use like a recording software called Reaper and like learning mm. to set it up. I mean, YouTube is such a lifesaver because you can learn so much on there. Uh, you just kind of have to like weed through to like find exactly what you need. Um, so I watched and like <laughs> learned how to do very simple things with my recording software. Mm-hmm. And then also did a bunch of cooking and like <laughs> gained quite a bit around my waistline. But, uh, <laughs> but cooking was like a big thing for me during the pandemic. Just like because I like watching YouTube cooking videos and I'd be like, that looks so good. I need to know what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> what did you usually make? Um, so pizza was something that I would always just go out and buy, but I was like, mm-hmm. I have some of these ingredients. I could try it out. And I was like, wow, pizza is so easy to make. Why have I never done this before? So I started making that a ton. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then also oh, like, no. um, there are certain YouTubers that I really like, like Ochikeron. She does a lot of like Japanese recipes, and so I've done some of her her stuff because she also makes she her recipes are really simple and they tend to be mm-hmm. um, on the healthier side. And then um, another guy called Aaron and Claire. He does a lot of like Korean recipes, so I really got into like making a bunch of those too. So. Oh man, I could talk food all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's like it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to like get rid of the COVID fifteen, and it's like you're right? giving me this. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm terrible. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, it's funny. Every time it's like when, you, when you're thinking pizza, in my mind. There's I don't know if you remember this. I, I don't know how old you are, but you remember when like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen had these like tapes, videotapes, like all oh, for all yeah. these different kinds of things. They have a song <laughs> called "I Like Pizza." And then there was a DJ that mixed it called that screwed and chopped it. So it's slow motion. So these people are sounding like, like very low based and stuff. <laughs> so you see like this seven year old girl saying, I like pizza <laughs> really slow and stuff, but it is, 
it's demonic. It's what it's amazing. It's one of my favorite videos to send. I have never yeah. seen that, and now I am. Oh, I'm gonna. I am going to send you a link to that. <laughs> yes, a, that's please. something you have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, it's hilarious. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, one of the most interesting things that you, uh, that you've done was to sing the intro of a song uh, of "Welcome to Demon School" Iruma Kun. Like really? I have never heard of that. Like you know, for for them to do something like that, it's like how rare is that to happen? <laughs> you know, like. So- I, um, the song I sang wasn't the intro, but it was in one of the episodes. It, it's actually in two mm-hmm. episodes. And, um, and it's, it's so rare to, to dub, um, songs in anime. And, um, mm-hmm. for that series in particular, um, I think it was really cool that they had dubbed all of the songs in it. And, um, Kaylee Mills uh, does a lot of the ad- ad- uh, adaptations for the songs and that and she is also like an actor and singer in the show and she is like mm-hmm. fantastic i think in one of the scenes she um voices her main character and all the and her entire family and she sings a song as all of them which is wild to me but um wow. going back to what i um my episodes um the it's so it's one thing i think to learn how to sing a song to a track, mm-hmm. but also to dub it is like another thing because you have to match it to the picture. <laughs> so oh, it's like, all right, so the melody is going this way, but her mouth is doing this. So what's the compromise here so that it doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't look bad either. It's like, how can we cheat it so that it's like somewhere in the middle ground that it won't be like jarring in either way. Um, mm-hmm. So, so like, like a scriptwriter must have to kind of would have to change some of the words and stuff to to match out yes. the flaps and stuff, right? It did happen, yes. Um, oh wow! Um, Jalen Cassell is the director, and he um, did tweak some of the lyrics just to make sure that it fit like the um, the mouth flaps. But I, mm-hmm. but because I had like practiced the song in a certain way, now I'm having to like relearn it in in the moment uh, so that it matches, and that can be another like stressful moment on top of that but uh-huh. uh i really loved it i had an amazing time um it's so crazy like how how scrapped for time it things can be because we were also mm-hmm. on this like simulcast schedule so um instead of just um you know like it's not like the series was done yet the japanese was still like coming out every week and we were kind of following them by like uh, a few maybe one or two episodes behind them so it's like mm-hmm. all right we gotta get this done um and you know at the same time you have they have to go through i think you know once the lyrics are written they have to go through approval and then come back to us before we can dub it and all that and um yeah so there was because there was an episode that i that my character sang in it was released with out I'm not sure if I can say this actually. Um, but yeah, I went, we had to like go backwards and like dub that. Cause it's the same song in both of these episodes, but one of them was a duet. So uh-huh. yeah, so it was a little easier for me to do like the solo song. And then when, when we jumped to the other song with a duet, um, I had to make sure that I was like kind of matching like, some of the timing of the other actress 
um, that had already been in. So yeah, wow. and I think it, I can't imagine what it was like for the sound engineer to mix that. <laughs> they well, are I just, like gods. <laughs> do you, and I mean, do, are you normally? Would you consider yourself like? I mean, are you normally a singer or something like that, or was this like new territory Not, for you I completely? Don't have any like like training. I'm not like a, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I like to sing and I think I can carry <laughs> a tune, but I wouldn't say that I'm like great at it. So, um, I mean, it was so a very pleasant we, surprise. So would we say karaoke level? <laughs> yes, I love karaoke. can't say that I'm <laughs> great, but, uh, I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> All right. And um, the final question that I have, and I do this for all the voice actors that uh, that get on here, but like, what is one of the craziest sentences you have said when you were in the booth? And it could be anything that you remember. It doesn't have to be the craziest, but something that you that 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 stuck out to you. And it could be something that's also out of context, too. That's also fine. (laughs) (laughs) I guess uh, this is so hard because, you know, as you know, a lot of the times we say a line once or twice and then we move on and mm-hmm. then it's so hard to remember them after a while. Um, yeah. I guess for I think it was Scarlet Nexus, that game just came out um, mm-hmm. fairly recently. Um, my character in that is uh, very shy and very uh, somewhat awkward. Um, mm-hmm. but very, uh, well-meaning and wants to make friends and, um, wants to be, you know, like encourage, uh, <laughs> other people. <laughs> and so I think with, I think it's Yuito that she's speaking to one of the main characters. Um, she approaches them and she's like, oh, you know, I feel like you, um, really take good care of other people it, you know, you show them like a lot of encouragement and because of that, they become like strong and they want to follow you something along those lines. I mm-hmm. can't remember the exact quote, but, um, and you know, I feel like it's like, you know, like when you're watering plants, you know, you, you water them and then they like grow to be very healthy and strong. And mm-hmm. so like, I, I, I'd like to do that for you too. I, I'd like to water you. And so it's like, just kind of, you know, it's sweet and well-meaning, but it's also kind of strange. <laughs> that is the most, that's pretty awkward. So wait, she, so her reply on that conversation that she had to that other person was, I'd like to water you. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, and it's very sweet and kind of like, uh, Okay, yeah, you know. It's like, but, <laughs> like, it's like how do you respond like, to that? What am I going to do with this information that you just gave me? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> that's like, a, that's like great. Repay, you know, repay you by watering you kind of thing. It's just like, okay, yes. <laughs> and for me to try to say, you know, like rationalize that in my own mind to be able to perform that. <laughs> it's just like, so many lines. Uh, <laughs> You'll do the worst that, like, 
what's worse is that you have the one half of that conversation when you're recording it. It's just, yeah. I'd like to watch you. It's like, was, is that like a, what he, was that like a one liner that she says when she kills one of the enemies? Or is that, yeah, <laughs> that would be just, amazing. Realize- She's out there with her watering can. I'll water you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> That's like, Oh terrifying. my God. <laughs> watch out. She has that can. <laughs> oh my God. That would be great. <laughs> oh my God. Xanthi, thank you so much for geeking out with me today. It was an awesome. It was it was a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much. This has been super fun. <laughs> yes, and uh, if you liked, I mean, would you like to kind of promote like wh- where people can find you, like on your social media or oh, uh, yes. or whatnot? Thank you. Um, yes, mm-hmm. um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at itxanthor. Um, yeah, I post things there sometimes <laughs> <laughs> as we all well not on yours but you know what i mean <laughs> but, uh, but guys please reply thank to me i'm so- very lonely <laughs> <laughs> perfect hey guys well thank you so much uh Xanthi. i'm glad i can't wait to see you in the future with some other projects that's going to be uh coming in the near future i'm assuming <laughs> uh but uh, guys, if you like this uh, interview, you can always check out uh, other interviews on our website, confreaksandgeeks.com, or we also have all these interviews on our uh, on any podcast services like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, what have you. There is no reason to check uh, to not check us out. But guys, this is Davis signing off. Y'all take it easy.